Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Adventures in Movies, where we talk about the Indian genre films you've never heard of, the ones you can't hear enough about, and the ones you never want to hear about again. My name is Nathaniel Muir, and I'm the movie editor at AIPT. Joining me on these ongoing adventures is our very own Green Goat. I don't know what that means. I'm Danny. <laughs> also joining us is the host who does not give a shit about cans. <laughs> I don't <laughs> give a shit about a lot of stuff. I'm Blake. Yet you're here every week. That's, hey, that's something about that. I give a shit about this. Oh, okay. <laughs> Along with you being here more often than not, we have a lot of people who over the past three years or so have uh, listened to our humble little podcast. And over the past few weeks, we've been talking about how we're almost at 25,000 downloads. Well, we have officially hit 25,000 downloads. Woo! Victory so, bells. Absolutely. So thank you to everyone who's listened to the show and who's ever commented, drops flying, giving us suggestions on movies, to our friends who have talked to us about it. Both of you, thank you very much. It's been a, it's been a, a long three years. Of a, I mean, we went through a pandemic and moving around and yeah. all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, change of format, change oh. of network. <laughs> yeah, we're better than ever now. We're 25,000 in and we're better than ever and we're just going to get <laughs> and we will we will and 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 in in celebration of the, all these downloads uh we have a giveaway going on in the next few uh weeks Blake or uh, Danny is going to show off a piece of original horror art that he's been working on uh he's been telling Blake and us and I about it and it sounds really awesome he's given us actually um a couple of different ideas that he has all of them sound really cool so uh, frankly, we haven't seen it yet, so it's going to be no. cool. I can't wait to see it, actually. <laughs> well, you, you know what? Uh, this is already pre-recorded, so you, tonight I'm actually going to be working on that. So if, you know... Oh, so everybody can see. That's right. You're going yeah. live, aren't you? I saw your yeah. post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll be going live, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what we'll, we'll, we come up with. <laughs> now, for those of you who your tastes are not only include horror, they're a little on the adult alcoholic beverage side. Uh <laughs> Blake is going to be putting in a long sleeve or short sleeve t-shirt yes. from the brewery that we don't know which one yet. Um, he's going to go with whichever is uh, dirtiest, right? That was yeah. I mean, whatever I has the like stickiest old yeast on it. That's the one you're going to get. Enjoy. It says cool, Public so- House 28 on it. <laughs> it's going to be authentic. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Literally sat by my brew kettle like five feet away for weeks gonna have that brewery smell nice (laughs) (laughs) yes along with a brewery smelling shirt and an original piece of art i'm also going to be throwing in some movies uh there's going to be some classic horror movies some newer ones probably some that you've never heard of before but uh they'll all be fun to watch and uh if you don't enjoy them it's not my problem (laughs) you're gonna get it to you anyway take them to the library that's part of the horror. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Horror community, always really strong. And thank you to everyone who has listened to our show. And Morbidly Beautiful has been really good to us. So yeah, thank yeah. you to Morbidly Beautiful for their support. Horror community also, they really support their movies. Like movies that, um, gosh, there's movies I probably never would have heard of if it wasn't for horror fans. Uh, Blake, you mentioned movies to me all the time growing up. People, uh, just it's always fun to talk to a horror fan because they'll they'll mention something to you that you've never heard of before, and they'll they'll point you in the right direction. 
to that point, uh, this Sunday, the Chainsaw Awards are coming to Shutterfryer the second year in a row. And uh, the list is pretty impressive. Um, I know we were we were all looking over here. The best wide release horror movie, there's a lot of cool picks on it. There's some, I, I thought there's some cool picks on What did you guys think? And maybe it's not on this list, but what, what did you think was the best wide release horror movie you saw last year? Ooh, best wide release horror movie last year. Ooh, that's tough, man. That's actually tough. Yeah. Uh, I, jeez, I liked Candyman. I know Danny hated it. Yeah, least favorite. Yeah, least favorite. Least favorite. Um, I'm gonna say probably a quiet place. Yeah, as far as like the real broad, big, big, big ones. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if I can remember anything else that I saw that that uh, really stuck out. The, that was well. That was that was that wide view. When um when I first saw Malignant, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so corny and over top. And it was fun. It was a lot of fun, but you can yeah. see the big twist coming. Um, as I look back on it, and Candyman, I really enjoyed last night in Soho was really it's fun. cool. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's fun and it looks really cool. Um, Quiet Place 2 and Night House are some good stuff, but there's <laughs> Malignant is just has this unique quality. Uh, it's it's so dumb and over the top and silly. <laughs> That it just works so well, and man, it should have come out in 1985 or something. <laughs> but, no shit, I mean, you you just made me really want to watch it now. Like I um of and it's Malignant Candyman, Last Night in Soho, The Night House, and A Quiet Place Two are what yeah. is nominated. You know what? Um, asked me if six months ago, and I probably would have said Candyman, but uh, yeah, I'd have to say Malignant. I'm, okay, <laughs> like, wow. Okay, okay. I'm into it. I'm into it. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I I have to agree with Blake. This is I haven't seen Malignant. I haven't seen Last Night in Soho. Don't know what the night house is. Um, as a parent, it's a lot harder to kind of like figure out when we could see what movies. Um, but we saw Candyman. We saw Saw. No, it's not with Spiral. Uh, oh, yeah. Movies. Spiral. Spiral yeah, was spiral. cool, man. Spiral was super fun. And Malignant was one of those ones that I was just trying to catch and have like a, let me just watch this on one of these nights that I'm just working late night. And yeah. this is never, it never really happened, but I am really glad that this is, this is a movie that we've talked about you and me, Pat. It's now finally like sticking like, like, so I'm definitely ne- even more now, like interested in watching this. Um, but I do, would, would, I would say like quiet place Two, quiet place. Yeah. Part two is really, really fun. And I was just thinking about those characters not that long ago and how well this world is very fleshed out <laughs> like really well fleshed out yeah and, uh, I, I do i agree Honestly, yeah they do a really good starting from the first one going into the second one they do really do they do a good job of world building spiral though man good point spiral was awesome the spiral yeah. was fun um best limited release includes a uh, hurt which we covered on this show yeah um i would not say that to me it's between psycho gorman and werewolves within and uh i would go with psycho gorman I, <laughs> i'm totally going psycho gorman such a fun movie like, yeah really I, I again kind of uh, a little bit of a throwback trauma style yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does he like what does he find what is his re- revelation that he likes what kind of boys it's like uh uh it's like young pretty boys or something young like pretty that. boys yeah <laughs> like boy band type yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right oh it's so funny it is really funny and, and, and it's so immature and kind of yeah. crass but it bit. totally fits the movie yeah. um first feature has some really cool movies on it uh but oh, i know blake you love my heart can't beat unless you tell it to and oh yeah for a first feature that's is that pretty good stuff? Some deep storytelling. I, I really enjoyed that one. 
yeah i totally love that movie it was super good i've come to realize it's it's kind of divisive you know i I know i know someone who did not like it at all and i you know i kind of understand why it's got it's very offbeat and it's kind of awkward and and, and uncomfortable (laughs) and i think the the some of the characters like the acting so good that they're horrible like it makes you kind of hate them so i kind of get that but yeah it's that was as far as these kind of first features on the list the I only think I saw, I don't know if I saw it, St. Maud. Did we say St. Maud? What is no, that? No, St. Maud was, uh, came out during, well, it was supposed to come out during 2020. I think I got pushed back with like the pandemic. I lost track of it. Yeah. Um, but it, it's one of those ones that looked really interesting where it, it again uses. It's pretty good. The religious, is it good? Yeah. It, it, yeah. I feel like it uses like the religious tones. Like we just saw a movie just recently like this. Not like this, but like that used the religious quips, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it doesn't like reinvent the will in any way, but it, it's pretty good. Um, the best streaming premiere movies are they're to me they're kind of funny because uh, a couple of years back or maybe it was last year, like I would just go on and on about like women in horror and right and all that stuff. So Lucky and Violation, uh, actually, The Power too is a fe- is a female led movie, but um, I absolutely love Lucky. I think that is such an amazing movie and. Um, um, I'm really glad that they uh, that Shutter pushed it as much as they did. It's been on Shutter for quite a while now, but I think everybody should see that movie. Uh, the other stuff is really, it's funny that that they picked Fear Street uh, 1666. Yeah. I think that that's the worst of the three. It's by far the worst <laughs> of the three. No, it's an interesting like the the first two are pretty fun. The third one I just could not really get behind. Right. Um, Violation is really I liked violation a lot because it's kind of to me it's the gosh the antithesis of a rape revenge it's a rape revenge movie like very much so but it's a modern version of it and it almost is like you can watch it and then it makes you think back on where that particular and very ugly subgenre has come from i spit on your grave to this movie but uh it's very very good pass i'll pass on that (laughs) <laughs> you know what i when i heard what it was about i thought the same thing it will really surprise you pretty good okay. it's really good um the other thing that caught me off this list is um i really really like titani a lot or titani yeah. or however it is such a great movie. i mean the feast is on here for best friend yeah. yeah that looked good yeah that was a cool movie uh, I mean, Titani is like up for like all kinds of awards, and man, that movie—they won the Palme d'Or last year at um, Cannes, and totally ignored at the Oscars, unsurprisingly. But um, yeah. such an amazing movie! I think it's on Hulu right now. For anyone who hasn't seen it, like definitely check it out. Yeah, I'm gonna give that a watch. Um, Lamb, not—I didn't like Lamb. Like, I didn't hate Lamb, but I didn't like it. Either. You know why? <laughs> You don't like Lamb because you don't understand A24, bro. That's it, bro. <laughs> That's one of those. Throw that movies. Blumhouse shit, bro. Tap that Blumhouse shit to my face, bro. <laughs> I think Lamb is one of those movies. Like, great cast, um, yeah. well acted and everything. But this story is like, I, I, I didn't really dig it. But then I've heard people talking about, oh, like it's crafted so well and it's so disturbing. It's like, Tell me why A20, just go ahead, continue to tell me why A24 is so great, please, because that's what you really want to tell me, because this movie is not very good. This is, I I think when this movie came out, like, Lamb, Kitty is about to turn a year old, so we've been, like, you know, like, a lot of the movies that we tend to watch, like, here in the podcast, has to do with children, 
And it kind of freaks me out. And this one, it was like, oh, it's a cute little lamb. Kitty's not a lamb, dude. <laughs> or wait, wait, wait. She could be. Is she? <laughs> she, could be. she there's a photo of her today. Uh, she was sleeping on the cat's bed, I guess. So, you know, at this point, she's she's becoming an cat. animal. Cool. She's a cat. You know, yeah. <laughs> becoming an animal. Well, you like A24, Danny. So you might this might be right up uh, your alley. But, yeah. And that didn't spoil the movie, to be honest with you. And, and actually, like you can pretty much tell where it's going like <laughs> fairly early on. Um, I don't think that's supposed to be... I mean, it's kind of shocking to see it, but I don't think it's supposed to be a big surprise. Like, obviously, no. I think you can actually tell in the poster what's going on. Yeah, it's like, so. yeah. yeah, you can see that the kid is like half lamb, so it's kind of... I love documentaries, and I that Woodland's Dark and Daisy Witch documentary, it's three and a half hours of full core so i love oh, it oh boy cool but i really want to see that dark shadows one I, I love oh shadows. that's yeah <laughs> i would love to see that that's cool and then uh man the uh creature effects thing i always like to take a look at that and um the uh have you seen i see vhs 94 the rat thing is pretty gross uh yeah. have you seen antlers i have and oh <laughs> that's a fucking that's some good ass monstering it is. It really is. Actually, um, uh, one of the movies we're going to be covering could easily be on this list, actually. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, but, yes. um, yeah, yes. Adler's super awesome. And yes. VHS 94. Uh, I, the Ratman's really fun with the, the nod to the Alabama Leprechaun. Just yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> really cool stuff. Um, and the final award that they have, we didn't go through all the awards. So um, the final award that they have is actually one that you just write in. There's no, there's no um, nominees. Everyone yeah. just picks their own. So mm-hmm. best kill. What do you guys yeah, have? Best kill from last year. Well, I'll go with, um, to me, yeah. it's really easy. I, um, the one in Candyman in the apartment. Oh, oh, from the, from across the way. Yeah. I love oh, it. Dude, oh, uh, cool. You know what? That You're right. Because that I think that's the only that's one of the few kills that we particularly picked out of the movie to talk about specifically yeah. on the podcast. That, so yeah, yeah, that's a good ass fucking that's a good kill. kill. That's a good kill. We have two very interesting movies this week. We always we've talked a lot in the past about staples in horror. Um, one very popular theme in horror movies are creepy kids. So our first movie is from Norway. It's called The Innocence, plural innocence, not the act of being innocent. Is that correct? Yes, yeah. the innocence. <laughs> yes. The innocence, plural. Yes. Um, it takes place in the summer. Uh, there's a group of children who uh, befriend each other, they become new friends, and they learn that they have powers uh, it's really fun in games at first, but uh, it's a horror movie, so you can figure what direction <laughs> this is going to go. The Innocence, this movie, and it had they're nothing alike uh, in regards to story or framing, but I kept getting, and it's very much because of where it's from, but I kept getting vibes of um, uh, Let the Right One In. Yes. Totally, yeah, I could see that. So much. The, the, the tone of it has that, but I also got a lot of like, and this is where you're going to probably get lost. X-Men. Oh, I, yeah. I can see that. I thought this was a pretty good X-Men story. Probably one Ugh. of the better ones. I, I would, I would, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's really doing it a disservice, I think. But I mean. Really? Really? And that's at its base. It's like, oh, they have powers. They're well, like yeah. the X-Men. And well, they're kids. Well, like the X-Men. They're kids. Well, so the, there's a story that... Uh, 
in one of the older runs with Brian Michael Bendis, and there's this story about like this ultimate like X-Men, and uh, essentially they kind of gets erased, and he's overpowered, and one of these kids is kind of gives me this like same creepy vibe of it. That's where my head just kind of stayed for a good while. Also, I got another vibe of like Chronicle, but I feel like this is more of, I did get a lot of that, like uh, let the right one in. Well, I mean, I think it's, it's way more of a horror movie than any of that though. Cause like there is something way darker at play in this, (laughs) right? Like there is like, it's only ever so subtly hinted at throughout the movie um and in certain ways it's i thought that was by far the most interesting part of this thing because like creepy kids doing creepy kid shit like that's nothing new but like (laughs) the 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 way and like the vehicle of like the dark energy or whatever you want to call it that they're using or is being used through them to have the that centerpiece be like an autistic girl i thought that was such a weird and like different I didn't expect that the storytelling to be like basically through that character. It was interesting. Yeah, it was. And, and, yeah. In, and in all fairness, uh, like when people watch movies, they compare it to the things they're most familiar with. So Danny, you're a big comic book fan. So it would make sense that you would see a lot of the X-Men in it. And um, I like a lot of horror movies and I love Let the Right One In. So it's, you know, makes mm-hmm. sense that I would compare it to that. Um, really, I it's nothing like either of those things, I don't think. I, I, they're very base level. It is that, um, yeah, it's a super dark movie. Um, but it, <laughs> yeah. it, I think it subverts expectations a lot because you're thinking kids with powers. And I was thinking Village of the Damned or Children of the Corn type. Of, well, Children of the Corn don't really have powers, but I was, yeah. I was thinking of that kind of horror. Yeah, no, for sure. And, uh, yeah, th- this smacked of like, uh, I don't know, like, uh, kind of like i could i could have seen this be like a netflix series you know it was like the, mm-hmm. it was it was that kind of story of of but like really depressing i don't know is it is norway norway seems dreadful you know what the way this movie is shot it is so interesting so um last week when we were talking about like i i love the poster for this movie yeah great poster it's, and it's it's very disorienting when you first look at it mm-hmm. and they use that shot in the movie and you have a better context of what's going on but it even that it looks really weird and everything looks it's the whole movie is bright it's very yes. very bright yeah. e- even at night but it looks so unsettling all yeah. the time and to your point yeah <laughs> norway you think of like i don't know you think of vikings and skiing or something but it looks so depressing in this movie yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it really did it just it felt very um like grimy and old and it seemed like it was funny to me because it dawned on me at some point in time i was like man it seems hot and sticky and like to me like you could just tell like everybody's windows are open and you know what i mean like there's just something about it that like the whole uh, vibe of where they were really added to me like me being creeped out by these little fuckers and they were creepy looking little fucking kids. they were they were <laughs> and the 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 architecture and, and it's mainly yeah. in like the apartment com- it to me mm-hmm. it was very like the only way i can describe it is like east european block to- was, oh i was totally. gonna say austin totally. <laughs> i was gonna say austin this shit so, looks like austin no, the yeah but austin tries to be like modern like this looked very much like communist like no creativity no like 
Uh, every every apartment's exactly the same. The state built this like state right. run and state controlled like Big Brother type thing, like it, which added to the, added to that depressing feel of it. Um, one thing that wasn't depressing about this, I thought it was really cool, is um, kid actors and kids in movies. There's plenty of movies that have mm-hmm. kids as the focal point, and when they dress them up, they're fine. But I don't know. There's always like they, it's not that they look fake. But you can tell they just came out of wardrobe. These kids, it looked like they just like grabbed stuff off of their beds at home. So and were, they were just wearing their like play clothes. <laughs> that was really yep. cool. So, so I think it was autistic girl. She was wearing something that had like little clouds and like I think a skateboarding unicorn. Kitty had the same exact pants. <laughs> I shit you not. And I, I, I paused the scene and I was like, holy shit. Like it, it's like you're I'm, I'm glad that you're saying this because Eastern like there's block, Kitty. Yeah, she's super Eastern Bloc. Like she is super like <laughs> uniformed at this point. But I, you, you know, like it does seem like these are normal run of the mill kids. Like you, can like see everybody's them. wardrobe too, man. Like everybody <laughs> just like yeah, it looks like they just called some people. Like hey, just don't worry about what you're wearing. Just what are you in? Come on, just in. come in. Yeah, just come in. <laughs> yeah, like, just yeah, exactly. memorize the lines. Don't worry about yeah. what you're wearing. Just memorize don't worry the about lines. That. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so when they do things with the powers and. There really isn't that many scenes with it, but uh, when they do stuff with the powers, it really stands out because the rest of it is so down to earth and, you know, static. And, and well, the kids, they're kind of mm-hmm. colorful and what they wear, but everything else is so plain and normal and almost boring. Uh, not the movie itself, but how it looks. Yeah. So when they do things with their powers, it's like really tense and pretty creepy and cool. And I, I thought it was a real cool uh, juxtaposition, I guess. Right. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it, it seemed like it, it just made it seem that much more out of place. There was a scene, and spoiler alert, we'll talk a little bit about it, but you can watch this and you'll be fine. But I think it's one of the first times that the power is used aggressively and a stone just goes flying at somebody. Yeah. And it looked, it caught me off guard. I was like, whoa. Like, it like just, made you jump back a little bit. Yeah, because yeah, it was not expecting that. I, I was so I was not gonna lie. I got a bit confused. Which one of them had and which one what their powers were because they were they were kind of uh, independent of each other. They all had a different variety, right? Yeah. Yes. So one was like mind control, and then one was like telekinetic. Yes. What was the other one? I think it was like an empath. Like she was. Yeah, she can yeah. like she can communicate with. Uh, she can communicate with the autistic girl. She mm-hmm. can hear things. Uh, she can just hear her. And I guess she can, she can hear maybe people with powers because she can hear the, the one who can control people. Oh, okay. And that's why gotcha. they were doing that whispering thing, I think. Um, gotcha. But a lot of it, it, it was kind of confusing to me because um, the, the kids were inconsistent. Not, yeah. not, I don't think it was so much in a bad way. They were inconsistent in the way kids are inconsistent. Like right. one day they'll be friends with each other. The next day they'll hate each other. I don't know. When you're telling a story, you kind of don't want them to be that realistic because it kind of makes right. it difficult to follow sometimes. Yeah, no, totally. Uh, there was several scenes when they're all like together that I'm like, oh, why is he like about to smash her face? <laughs> like, <laughs> like he knows she's like autistic and that's all been very clear. And like up until that one little point, he was very, very like nice to her. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there was like, there was definitely some scenes where I was like, what the fuck is actually going on? Yeah, it's a weird, like, so they paint the, um, the, the first girl that you're introduced to is, she obviously has like, she's a mean girl, very mean girl. 
Yes. And then when she meets a, her her new friend, you're like, oh, this is the person who's going to kind of, they're going to become friends and he's going to show her that, you know, life is greener on this side of the of the pasture. And, and it turns out that he's even worse off. Yeah. Uh, and it, that kind of caught me off guard that it switched like that because it was almost out of nowhere. Um, some of his actions are really weird too. Like he seems upset when he's doing things, but then like the scenes with the cat were awful. Oh, yeah. So like yeah. when they were running up the steps, like, and I didn't even really get it at first. They were running up the steps and then, and then Regina immediately was like, oh no. And um, and then, then I was like, what? And I was like, oh, I they're going to yeah. see if cats really do always land on their feet. And then what follows is, I mean, if you're a cat lover, this movie is just probably not for you. Yeah. But um, it added an air to this movie of it's a very disturbing movie it is man and i hated that question i'm like i'm a cat <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> i figured you would right big... uh but yeah man uh, i didn't i didn't like that but yeah i i thought that made well like you said it kind of set the tone of being like oh shit like mm-hmm. this is so dark <laughs> it was so gruesome dark. too they didn't yeah. i mean it's not a very gory movie for the most part it's it's very much a character driven movie sure but, but it's when you when you it have to flinch you you flinch like it's oh that like part's a, awful yeah they <laughs> yeah. go all in on that one <laughs> yeah. there's a there's some really good tension in this movie too uh the ending when like the mm-hmm. there's a final showdown i thought that was really well done um oh, it yeah. takes its time it's very patient and because you haven't seen too much of the powers like you get a real feel that what's going down is very serious yeah and it's it's yeah the 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 shots in particular during that final scene um or showdown kind of thing um are, are confusing it adds confusion to the like what's happening too but in like it was it was very artistic and cool but um yeah it was disorienting even yeah very much so and the writer who did an excellent job he was um actually just nominated for an oscar at the uh the will smith oscar ceremony this year uh-huh. <laughs> and um he was co-writer on the worst person in the world which is a uh like a romantic comedy <laughs> so <laughs> the exact opposite <laughs> of this movie but a very good movie yeah i mean it tells you like this it's uh the chops like he has like we we talked about it with uh robert eggers with a northman like if you could you if you could tell a story like this it doesn't matter where you're coming from from horror or like a romantic comedy you have a good way to tell a story and i feel like this was a again a really good story of just kids being kids like uh it's funny that you guys were saying about like you know like kids are so fickle like you one day they're playing with each other some another day they're just hate each other for whatever fucking reason I guess having a toddler, I mean, these kids are in their, I don't even know, like they're still early in their childhoods, like 10, maybe. Yeah, pre-teens. Yeah, yeah. yeah, pre-teens. But I still see like Kitty do that kind of stuff, like where she doesn't understand like her own strengths, you know, like she doesn't understand. Or she telepathically murders somebody. It's weird. Exactly. Yeah. It's I was going to say, like, I, I, water around her. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> but it's one of these things that, I feel like it did capture this kid's point of view in different, in, for all different, for all different kids. They have different views and they have a really good way. The, they have a really good, the director has a really good way of telling you this is what's actually. He either was an asshole little kid or he was around a lot of assholes. <laughs> or he was yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So uh, The Innocence, it's, uh, it just was released on IFC Midnight. It's in uh, select theaters and on um, video on demand right now. Danny, I'll start with you. The Innocence, C or no C? Uh, I mentioned this earlier in the beginning. I did really feel like it was a, a really good X-Men story. There is a really cool, that last battle. It was really, really like cool to see. And seeing the battle, it doesn't make sense to any of this. I would say if you have a chance, if this is playing near you in a theater, go fucking run to this because it is worthwhile. And uh, Blake, what about you? The Innocent C or No C? Okay, I'm going to give you a much more lukewarm recommendation. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, entertaining movie, um, a cool concept, uh, well-directed, too fucking long. Too fucking long, uh, from in my opinion. But uh, it was cool. <laughs> you should you should check it out. I did. I I, I agree. I, I, but then again, I was just trying to rush this movie, so I did feel like I did feel the length of it. Not to justify your shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll split the difference. It is a long movie, but uh, I actually thought it was very very well done. I thought it was paced very well, and I had no complaints about that. I think it's one of the better movies we've seen in the first half of this year, and I definitely think you should rush out and check it out. <laughs> Our second movie this week is part of Mommy Issues Month. Blood Red Sky is a vampire airplane hijack movie (laughs) (laughs) that is on Netflix. (laughs) And if that sounds weird to you, probably is. But um, the uh, movie is about a woman who is going to New York with her son to get treatment for a mysterious illness that she has. As they are uh, on, they're over the Atlantic, a group of terrorists takes over the plane a la Air Force One, I guess. Yeah. I was say Passenger 57. Uh, Passenger 57. There, that's fine. a much better description. Uh, <laughs> turns out that her sickness is a little more serious than anybody uh, probably imagined it was at first. So, Blood Red Sky, did you guys think ever think that you needed a hi- hijack vampire movie in your life? Oh, I I never expected it, but um, it's here, and it needs to be talked about. <laughs> yes. Also, yes. we go from uh, <laughs> one part of Europe to another, from Norway to Germany. True. Um, this movie, it's one of those that starts with the ending. Always risky, because doing that, yes. you could take away from the tension, or you can get people really amped up and excited, like, yeah. how the hell did we get from here? to hear um in this case i think it worked very well i yeah i actually loved the guys in, in the in the, at the airport <laughs> they, <laughs> the scotsman yeah they were cool as shit but no you're right totally it's a risk um to do that sort of thing but uh i thought yeah well executed and um they kind of did that um like um asynchronous storytelling in this thing yeah. that uh again that's a that's a total hit or miss situation but i thought they did a cool job with it and um that's what kept the tension high yeah i love the way that because you're right like doing that could it could break the flow like sometimes Mm -hmm. the flashbacks aren't anywhere near as as exciting as the main story or vice versa the main story is boring and the flashbacks are like oh give me more of that but the way they sync they um meld into the flashbacks i thought were it's always really well done it's very natural it's a really cool story 
too that really very cool story yeah it's super neat um and spoiler we'll go over some things that happened but we won't ruin anyone's enjoyment of it that being said the poster and description kind of give it all away (laughs) yeah (laughs) the trailer the trailer kind of gives it away i this is one of those movies that like where Celia's like not interested in it i was like i was like it's about vampires and she's like ugh, whatever and then she's passing by the television and she's like what are you watching i'm like oh it's a vampire movie and she's then like, no this is passenger 57 then yeah yeah yeah, yeah. she's like this is not, <laughs> not what you're talking you talked about yeah blade it, on a plane <laughs> motherfucking get this blood out of my motherfucking plane uh, i you know it's super gory it's this kind of movie that is like it needs to be so ridiculous that it catches somebody's attention to sit down and be glued to the tv for the like for the next two hours sure it, it's it's wild it's no snakes in a plane but you know it's this is a movie that i felt like oh it 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 showed a lot of its like cards or its, its hand and every single time it was a different little like twist and you're like oh okay this is we're going we're, we're going this way now and it's just like it leads you into this very fun adventure and um the bad guy eight ball um probably yeah, your generic yeah generic crazy bad guy <laughs> like there's yeah. always one like this movie is like it's very straight and to the point like very very much so it's you have your your bad guy who's not as bad as the rest of them he's a little bit nicer <laughs> then you have the crazy one who all the other bad guys hate like right uh yeah you, you have the asshole passenger who's only in it for himself and making money <laughs> like it's very almost You'll generic. Pay you millions. yeah exactly it's super generic in its setup and it sounds like it's gonna be just like really corny and almost a spoof but mm-hmm. it works on so many levels. Like, there's no deep storytelling here. What you see is what you get. And uh, they do a good job with it. Yeah, hell yeah, they do. And, like, um, in doing their little jumps back and forth to what you're watching, they uh, they did, they had a, I noticed that this is, like, the second time I've seen it. And, like, they do a really good job of, like, when they're, when they're cutting to something, uh, like, cutting back to, like, the what's happening now, like, on the plane uh, kind of stuff. It was always to like some action like they did they didn't yeah. it wasn't like some like oh there was some like oh all right well now we got to build into more action no they just shot you right back into more action and i thought mm-hmm. like for such a like i mean yeah does the plot sound absolutely ridiculous yeah it is but they kept it interesting and they kept the action and the pace moving along so you're never at all bored with it at all no it knows what it is so it's it's fast paced it's just yeah. it's all go like it's um i guess you can compare it to train busan but a less yeah. i don't know layered version of it like it's yeah. it's just very much like it's vampires fighting terrorists on an airplane yeah and like when you say it, almost it is and when you say it like that you're like oh my gosh that sounds so goofy yeah but like they the way it's done is it's just so it, it's so good and it keeps like you said it keeps you interested when they do delve, there's one part in the entire movie, I think, when they delve into a little deeper storytelling. Sure. And so when they're kind of talking about like why the terrorists are doing it, they're like, well, it's because they're trying to short the market and they're blah, 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 this and that. It's like, oh, shut up. Just get back to the like, uh, yeah, who dude. fucking cares? Get back to the throat slashing and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's what this movie should be about. And sure enough, that's exactly what they did. <laughs> like, oh, hell yeah. And what did you guys think about the, uh, so like, I, I particularly like, ferocious like monster vampires that's like 
I I prefer that to like the debonair bullshit, you know. And so, yeah. and this is she's a she is a beast, man. She's she, a Nosferatu. Oh yeah, <laughs> to the extreme. Yeah, she's so Nosferatu out and like super ferocious and fast and scary. You're like that's I a fucking it. scary vampire. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like vampires to me are a time and place thing. And yeah, the traditional or maybe the more popular like. The Devonair, the count, the the English counter, Eastern European counter, whatever. That's all well and good. There's a place for that, yeah, and sure. and they're cool. They they work. They are cool. But uh, the ones that I prefer are just like the the fucked up, like monstrous, yeah. <laughs> like just <laughs> like you will never ever ever be attracted to them. Right. <laughs> sort of way you should see them and freak out even when they're handing you a lollipop type of thing. Yeah, unless like, you're Adrian Brody. Unless you're Adrian Brody, in which case it's all good. The uh, that great creature design in this movie, yeah. this movie could have been up for a chainsaw award. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised it wasn't. Um, now that now that we're talking about it, um, and this kind of, I think, if I'm not mistaken, you know, this movie kind of set records. I think as yeah. a, it's a German release. I think it's the the most watched German movie ever, or something like that. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, because when, it was released on Netflix. You know? Yeah, when it came out on Netflix last year, um, I remember just hearing about it. I was like, man, this sounds so stupid. I got to watch it. Yeah. And uh, watching it, I was very pleasantly surprised by it. A spoiler alert there. But um, yeah, and then I started hearing about it. It was like kind of for the news cycle is so quick nowadays that right. it, it, when it was all over the net, that amounted to like three days. But that's a lot right. nowadays. Right, right. Um, but it was like the thing. And yeah, you're right. Um, it set all sorts of records. Um, and uh, yeah, Netflix is a big part of that. But also, I think word of mouth played a huge part of it because um, nowadays movies and well, it's not necessarily nowadays, but movies sometimes try to do a little more than they have to. Um, you just don't get the dumb action movies like you used to get in the 80s with, you know, Cobra and the Predator, and, <laughs> you know, Commando. Yeah, you just don't get that. You're you're talking about I forgot what movie you're talking about at the beginning of the episode, but you said like it's supposed to be in the 80s. I felt like this is like those movies that you get like there was like this time in in the 90s that it was like terrorists hijack a plane and it's like we have Air Force One, Passenger 57, some fucking movie I can't remember. Steven Seagal was in one of those things. Yeah, it's like it's it fit perfectly in the 90s trope movies but it works so well like the to to now it's like a weird play of these 90s movies today yeah well, like uh corporate terrorists are, are easy cannon fodder or yeah. whatever so like they're perfect for it <laughs> it'll always yeah. work and it's one of those things where you haven't seen one in a while but we talked about it a few weeks ago with vampires you can put them pretty much in any any genre one genre we didn't talk because this isn't really a horror movie. This is an action movie. This yeah. is an action movie that happens to have vampires in it. And this is one of the like, yeah, vampires, yeah, terrorists, yeah, some really gory kills. I mean, that's just a great combination. Like, um, it's all shot, like 99% of it is on the plane. So yeah. you don't have to worry yeah. about special effects or anything like that. Like, it's very much just it's. I like, and I don't know how to say it. It's just like we were talking about earlier. Like, what it says on the box is what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there, there's really nothing more to do. It's just there's an, a, there's a really cool scene in the movie where um, it involves someone being in a car. There's a bottle of liquor and a match, 
ad. It's oh. amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I loved it. Like, I mean, it doesn't take a lot of imagination to know where where they no. go with it, but it's great. <laughs> like, I absolutely loved it. Such a good ending too. When they actually have a little deeper layer of storytelling uh, at the end, and I mean, it ties itself up a little too neatly, but it does. I liked it. I, I, I liked it. I liked it. And I mean, tad spoiler alert: you get a hella good explosion. Oh, <laughs> yes. so good. Yes, I. I was hope okay. So be, prior to explosion, I was like, "Oh sweet, we're gonna get a fucking dope ass sequel." The explosion <laughs> destroys. Might. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah we still might. might. Yeah. We still yeah. might, but you know, like all of that, like just exploded away. And I was like, "Okay, well that's fine. I'm I'm okay with this. Like just this one movie." <laughs> now there is one to me. There's one huge problem with the movie. Um, there's a thing, and I, I hear that I'm talking about actors talk about it. Like never work with animals never work with kids oh yeah this mm-hmm. kid is annoying yeah yeah Re- like oh, distractingly so yes I, I like it got to the point and i'm talking like 15 minutes in maybe where i his voice was so great like mama mama mama, 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 did, mama. You, did you guys watch it in german or did you guys watch it with the english uh, i watched subs? it in german german yeah, okay oh i watched okay. it in german also Okay, because it's even worse in English, and I, <laughs> I, I, I like there was a. I guess at one point I kind of flipped it to uh, German by accident, and I was like, "Oh, this is really good, like acting. Like it's just it flowed so well." And I was like, I "And then Elias do- opened his mouth. <laughs> it <laughs> was that totally like, ruined oh. it. Yeah, oh. it was actually it was a very important scene towards the end, I think, and I was like." Oh, that just sucks so much. Yeah, Elias is, it's so bad. But I'm also glad that you said Elias because in the English dub, whatever, it's like Elias or something like that. And I was like, no, that's not in my head. I'm saying like, no, it's wrong because it's Elias, but whatever. Blood Red Sky, it's on Netflix right now. Blake, I'll start with you. Uh, C or no C? Yeah, C, Blood Red Sky. Super fun. Uh, Different. Super action packed. You're gonna love it. Perfect uh, Sunday afternoon chilling movie. <laughs> and uh, Danny, uh, Blood Red Sky, see or no see? You guys talked about it so much last year that I'm surprised I didn't go run and watch it. But also having a child is a lot harder to watch these movies, and it proved really hard today to finish uh, this movie. I would definitely say see this and see if you can get your partner to watch it with you because it's dumb fun. Go watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, easy, easy recommendation. Uh, two fangs up for Blood Red Sky. <laughs> so, uh, every weekend you can find us here. We're a part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcasting Network where they have all sorts of horror-themed podcasts. Uh, you can also drop us a line. Uh, maybe you have some interesting plane stories or maybe you dealt with some creepy little kids in Norway during the summer. Any stories that you have, let us know. And while you're doing that, you could also hit uh that follow on instagram or on twitter uh, it's a little plus or the follow um on the social uh social media things uh you can also follow nathaniel or pat as i like to call him on instagram at nathan Portaste. you can follow me danny the guy that's talking right now over on twitter and instagram at default underscore player and then you can follow our vampire expert <laughs> <laughs> the gears are the, the, the gears are working on that one. Uh, 
joke suck. Like, uh, yeah, gotcha. suck so much. So I'm just joking. Sorry. That was a bad joke. That was yeah. a bad joke. Those are dad jokes. Yeah. And you can follow those dad jokes over on Twitter. Yes. Yes. <laughs> ah, next week, uh, $25,000. We got an extravaganza, everybody. A triple feature. You just have to tune in to find out what those are. You can find out on Apple Podcasts. You can go to Spotify. You can go to Amazon Music where they have all the best podcasts, including us. Anywhere you want to listen to a podcast, you can find Adventures in Movies. You can also go to Morbidly Beautiful. Wherever you listen to us, make sure to give us a rating or just tell a friend to listen. And that's our cue. We will talk to you next week. I want to suck your breath. Super <laughs> man.